This is the Divine Discovery Podcast. My name is Deja, an early childhood teacher turned multi-passionate online business owner. This is the podcast that leads you on the path towards discovering your divinity. Here we'll be talking all things mindset, holistic living, wellness, money, business, success, personal development, and relationships. In this space, we are all about success without sacrifice, making money by having more fun, taking bold action towards our desires, and living a conscious and connected lifestyle. It's time to discover your divinity. Hello, welcome back. Here is another episode. Uh, This is another solo episode and I'm excited to be recording this. This is actually coming out as you're listening to this um, on New Year's Eve, which is so great and so perfect. But I wanted to share on today's episode because I've been reflecting on the year that has been 2023 and I really wanted to share my reflections and the biggest lessons, learnings, wisdom that I've taken from 2023, my three biggest from 2023. (laughs) Now, 2023 has been a year. It's been a year. (laughs) It's been a lot. This has been my 27th year of life. And I've heard a lot of things around like your Saturn return is around like your 27th year. Um, And every seven years, can feel like a very like big upheaval of your whole entire life a so many deaths and rebirths and that is exactly what this year has felt like and I have recreated myself more times than I can count and I've achieved a lot this year and I've also experienced so much pain and turmoil and I've also experienced the opposite end of the spectrum as well. I've experienced so much bliss, so much uh, like freedom and personal peace. And I just, I can't even, I don't even know where to begin with this episode to be, to be fair, (laughs) because this year has been so big. It's felt like a lifetime in one year. I have moved three times this year. I have completely upheeled my life, upheeled. Oh, okay. That, yep. I was meant to say upheaval, uphealed. I can't remember even the word, but uphealed is definitely not a word, but that's the right word that is very fitting for this year. So there's been some really key lessons and 2023 was the year that I fully devoted to myself. My words of the year was devotion and self-discipline. And Boy, were they the some big themes of this year. <laughs> and I was looking at like the year that has been and I looked, I was looking past at like previous stories from January 2023 20, and I looked at that version of me and it's so wild because if I was to actually like see and connect with the person I was at the start of the year and tell her everything that has happened and actually come face to face with her completely different people completely different people and there's a lot of people that I let go of in my life because of how rapidly I'd been shifting 
identities this year and how much my values were shifting and changing and how much realizations I was having and how many beliefs that were shattering and even to the point where there was some some identities crashing all around me and things that I attached to my identity that I just was like I, I, I can't even hold on to these anymore and even like I'm looking at my journal right now and at the start of the year I wrote something as a, kind of like an initiation or like a intention um, in my journal and there's a quote in here that says there is nothing to be gained and everything to be lost by trying to hold on to which to that which no longer serves us which is better left to die and I feel like me writing that was just just once again set the tone for the year and I did kind of like a commitment piece of like I I, uh, wrote on here I released that which no longer needs to be a part of my life so that I may be free there is no need to further hold into the past. There is so much beauty and fullness waiting for you right now. I rise above fear, anger, and shame. I give myself fierce compassion and non-judgment as I move through this initiation and let go of all that no longer serves me. I reset to a higher frequency now and protect my energy field to allow higher vibrations to flow through and light to enter my physical realm. I soften to allow my fem- in my feminine wisdom and uphold my sacred boundaries to own my masculine power it is safe for me to let go and there's nothing to be lost only gained so I feel like that's the first page in this journal too (laughs) and I feel like that has literally set the tone for everything that has happened and transpired and that I've experienced this year and this year too I had a big wound that was resurfaced to be dealt with I had no idea this was even something that I had or something that was deep rooted within me so it was actually a piece of abandonment and there was an abandonment wound within me that had to be completely faced and transcended this year and there's a big piece with when it comes to the abandonment wound and when we have experienced abandonment and it doesn't even matter it doesn't need to be physical abandonment or like it's also emotional abandonment as well and when we've experienced this from childhood in our adulthood it we can experience this in states of where we will actually self-abandon so abandon ourselves especially if we've watched adults around us when we're younger do the same thing so I experienced a lot of that and through a lot of um, experiences for, well, around friendships uh, this abandonment word got triggered <laughs> and through my relationship my romantic relationship this abandonment wound got triggered and so much many of these parts came up in order for me to face it in order for me to let it go and to realize that I'm actually never abandoned. It's only when I abandon myself. So this year is a big piece of devotion to myself in that way and to come back to realizing that I've got myself. I've got myself. Another big fear I had coming into this year that was completely triggered this year as well through outward experiences was I had this belief that I couldn't fully financially, emotionally support myself. And I had this belief running the show and it kept running the show in my 
in terms of business, in terms of finances, and this belief was not allowing me to fully step into my powers. Allowing it was further, further proving the idea that I had to rely on others, that I that I was a victim, all of this stuff. So that was another big piece that I overcame and have completely transcended now and then have been able to rewire that belief that I do have myself that and taking full responsibility for my own life, that I've got myself financially, I've got myself emotionally, I have myself. So that was another big piece of self-trust and connection with myself and knowing that I've got myself Another, like so many identity pieces fell away this year, including the identity I had around being vegan. I'd been vegan for, uh, since 2016. (laughs) So what's that? Seven years or something like that. I just did quick maths (laughs) and I let go of that identity. I introduced eating, uh, eggs again. I've eaten a little bit of fish. I've eaten a little bit of dairy. However, I still love vegan food I still choose plant-based over anything else and it was just literally the identity piece I needed to let go of because it was constricting me and limiting me and it's just wild how much that got brought up within me and how much how emotional I got over that and the connection I had with food and how it's been improved even more so now that I've let go of that identity of being vegan and holding on to that so much. I also stepped into a whole new level with my business and actually started treating it fully like I'm the CEO, this is my business and stepping away from hiding from the world of my my true self and how I want to show up as a leader in my business in the online space as well. I had a lot of people-pleasing tendencies that the universe forced me to completely let go of this year and to face a big shadow of mine around people-pleasing was still there. I thought I'd literally gotten over that and recovered from that. However, there was things this year that came up where I slipped into people-pleasing so much so that I self-sacrificed in order to keep the peace with others. However, in or like by me trying to keep the peace with others, it was creating a wall within. So coming back to the title of this episode, <laughs> the first big lesson that I've had this year was if you try to keep the peace with others, you will create a wall within. And this is what I did and what I realized through certain connections and friendships, even within my business. And it meant as well that I would allow people to overstep my boundaries. I sometimes wouldn't even have boundaries in place because of the people-pleasing tendencies and because I just wanted to, you know, keep the peace and make sure there's no conflict and make, make sure everyone else is happy, but at the expense of myself and so that was a really interesting lesson to learn this year. It was a very painful lesson. and But it was also a really beautiful lesson that I learned this year and just realizing how much I would self-sacrifice in order to make other people happy. And this was also another 
conditioning from childhood and what I was taught from my parents and it was the whole thing of like you know respect other people and that's and I'm still saying you need to respect other people but not at the expense of yourself not at the expense of not standing up for yourself as well and you can still like honor your own peace rather than trying to just keep the peace with everyone else and by when you honor your own peace inwardly that's what it will create externally as well and that's okay too. If some people don't honor those boundaries or they get frustrated at you or angry at you or pissed off at you when you start actually setting those boundaries for yourself, that's okay too. And a lot of the time when you set boundaries that you haven't set with certain people before, even if it's just energetic boundaries, you don't even need to say anything. But if it pisses off certain people, it means that they've actually benefited from you having boundaries. And sometimes it could just mean an adjustment and sometimes it means, okay, that connection needs to end here. And it doesn't mean that it needs to end really abruptly or really chaotically or, you know, it could just easily just fade out. So that was my first really big lesson this year. And I definitely had some realisations. I've moved three times this year. I moved from uh, the Gold Coast to the Sunshine Coast, which only lasted four months over there and then got redirected to now living here in Mount Tambourine on the Gold Coast. And I realised, had a big realisation that when we moved to the Sunshine Coast, I was actually running away from a lot of things with my, I was trying to run away from myself actually, but (laughs) um, as you do when you move to a new place, you've still got yourself there. So you're still going to be faced with the same shit, just in a different location. So that was um, a really interesting one to come to terms with, that I thought I wanted that future in the Sunshine Coast. I thought that's where I wanted to raise a family, all the things, and then quickly realised that it actually, uh, like I was running away from something. So of course, it wasn't going to be the outcome that I expected. It wasn't even the house that I wanted in the first place. And like how everything just felt like a challenge moving to Sunshine Coast and felt like I was just kept getting hit with roadblocks was because I was running away. It wasn't actually an active like moving toward um, and actually truly wanting that as my reality and truly wanting that as my future. It was literally to get away from for myself, for my own shadows, for my own things I needed to face and deal with. So that was a big realisation as well that the things I thought I wanted, I didn't actually want. It was just it. And any decision that is made from a place of fear will always give you the exact same thing, fear and more resistance and more pain rather than a from a decision made a decision that is anchored in excitement, that is anchored in trust, in faith, in expansion. And that's uh, one thing as well. Like if you make a decision that actually feels limiting, of course you're going to feel boxed in and limited. But if you make a decision from a place that actually feels expansive, that's where you get to grow and that's where you get to expand. 
so that was a big piece on tuning back into when making decisions or even to like when when making a big move we kind of just made the big move very drastically and without actually really planning anything out or thinking things through because we've done that in the past however in the past the decision we've made that we just instinctively know I instinctively knew that um it was the right choice because my gut was telling me, yeah, like, fuck, yes, this is, the, this is where you're meant to be going. It felt expansive, right? But this move to Sunshine Coast felt restrictive and felt rushed. And I didn't actually take the time to listen my, into my intuition to actually know that, like, to move there or not. And in saying that, that moving to Sunshine Coast, I learned so much there and it was a really beautiful experience. And I know I was meant to experience it which comes into my second (laughs) realization and lesson this year is that if it, it happened the way that it happened because it wasn't meant to happen another way. So I'll say it again. It happened the way it happened because it wasn't meant to happen another way, any other way. And this is my lesson in the sense that not, there's no, mistakes there's no um failures there's none of that because everything happened the way it happened for a reason because it wasn't meant to happen any other way and actually seeing how everything panned out and how everything was divinely guided and divinely set out for you to specifically learn lessons that you need to learn to gain wisdom that you wouldn't have gained any other way and so this was a big piece for me in terms of actually realizing how divine and perfect everything is and how even if I didn't if we didn't choose to move to the Gold Coast uh, to the Sunshine Coast I might have not actually ended up living where I'm currently living in Mount Tambourine. I wouldn't have even considered it. So everything happens the way it has happened. Everything happens the way it's happened <laughs> because it didn't happen happen any other way. So that's my second big learning and lesson this year. And my third biggest lesson this year, I actually created a, po- a post on it, is that you aren't truly at peace until you've actually faced and accepted the parts of yourself that have been holding you hostage. And for so long, I avoided facing those parts of myself, the shadowy, darker parts of myself that weren't pretty to look at, that were uncomfortable as fuck. And for so long, I numbed I numbed this. I numbed also any uncomfortable emotions that would come up with it, with food, with drugs, name it, anything that would manage the pain and keep me blissfully unaware of how I was abandoning myself and actually hating on myself because this was another big realization is that you actually don't love yourself truly if you haven't learned to love the parts of yourself that are dark that are ugly that are uncomfortable and like that are your shadows because 
you're loving yourself in halves. And the more you resist those parts of yourself, the more it will persist, persist and the more it will try to come out and actually be like, hey, and try to shake you up and actually face you because it's like, hey, you're not paying attention to me. Hey, you're not accepting me. You're rejecting me. So even to the point too where I I would literally hold so much shame and guilt around these parts because of my own internal judgment on who I should be and controlling how the world perceived me so much that I felt like a fraud, so much so that it was exhausting, constantly trying to up hold this certain perception of myself so I would feel accepted and loved and liked by others and so this is where like as well like I avoided difficult really difficult honest conversations with loved ones because I didn't want to cause conflict and deal with the emotions that came with it Um, that was another part of the abandonment piece because I didn't want to lose people and I thought if there was any conflict or anger that means I would literally lose that person and so much so that I by doing this I lost people along the way and relationships broke down because I wasn't having those difficult honest conversations when I needed to speak up about them then and there and I fell into that people pleaser role because I wanted to be liked by everyone so badly that I started settling for being liked for a part of who I am rather than the whole of who I am and with avoidance and numbing it will only create more pain and suffering long term And when it comes to holding on to shame or any guilt, they have no place to stay in our bodies. It's not our natural state of being. And the more you hold on to this shame and guilt by pushing it down, by avoiding it, by not allowing yourself to feel it and then move it through and out of your body, that's what creates disease in your body. Your body's literally at dis-ease. But in order to feel, like to actually release it, you first have to feel it. And only then will you be able to love yourself completely because you stripped back your layers to reveal your darkness so it could transcend into light. So that was a really big learning that I faced this year. And it's allowed me to just become a more integrated human It's allowed me to form deeper connections with those around me to not feel like I have to put on this mask or this facade in order to be accepted and loved. It meant I could actually like it. I had like this big big release and weight lifted off my shoulders that I'm like, okay, it's safe to fully be me. It's safe to even be seen in my darkness, in my chaos, in the parts of myself that are uncomfortable and allowing myself to feel the negative emotions that come up to release it shake it out to move it out of my body because emotion is just energy in motion so in order to release it and to move it through then you must actually move it out so they are my three lessons big lessons of this year and I thought I'd finish this off with actually sharing what I like that I literally started listing off all the things that I've experienced this year all the achievements I've had from a place of 
holy shit like even if like the little things as well like look at how much I've grown look how much I have expanded in my own self and how much life has shifted in so many incredible beautiful ways so I really encourage you as well to do this as like two to reflect on the year that has been not from a place of these are the goals I set out for myself at the start of the year and then shaming yourself of like I haven't got there I didn't achieve this most most of the time we actually overestimate (laughs) what we can do in one year and actually and also to like only only look at the big big things rather than look at how we've really transformed as a human and how we have internally shifted and how much we have have grown or even just like experience new things we've experienced so I thought I'd share this in terms of like actually showing you what's possible not from a plate I'm gonna be bragging a little bit let's be let's be honest as well because I'm really proud of myself for everything I have actually achieved this year and what worked really really well what I did and at the same time I'm really excited to also fill in my gaps and improve next year and the years to come we're always in a constant state of evolution otherwise if we're not evolving we're dying okay so these are the things of how like how I devoted to myself um, how I grew and what I experienced this year so I really did actually up level in my leadership and that started really with leading myself first I hosted my first ever nourished event at the start of the year with some of the girls who I, I would I worked alongside in the health style emporium I also went from a literally my month in January the amount of money I had <laughs> was minuscule um, was 2363 to then reaching my first 10k month in March to then creating really consistent 5k 8k months and beyond throughout the year all on my own which I was so proud of myself for because I I also had conditioning and beliefs around money in place from seeing my parents relationship and how dad always had the money mum didn't work she's a stay-at-home mum and I had this belief that oh women can't earn the money it's only the men like it's only the 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 men who earn the money women can't be trusted with money I had all of these yucky beliefs that I completely worked on this year and I completely crushed that (laughs) to then really creating so much money in my business and so many from so many different ways and avenues as well so I really healed a lot of my my relationship with money this year I sat with grandmother ayahuasca twice this year and had the most profound downloads and healings and upgrades with that plant medicine and it's been a really big catalyst for my growth and my identity shifts I moved out three three times like I said as well I adopted my soul dog this year Maple May who recently just turned one she is my actual soul dog when I first met her at the start of the year she she had a, a brother as well um and I've met her in the most crazy way through a friend of a friend and I literally she came straight up to me looked up at me with her eyes and I literally just 
was like, you're coming with home with me. <laughs> I'm an actual soul dog. I uh, healed my abandonment wound. I started actually running for the first time ever and I ran my first 6K run. Um, I attended UPW with Tony Robbins in Sydney, which was a big ticket off like the bucket list. It was the most incredible experience. Highly, highly recommend. I completed my NLP training, so neuro-linguistic programming, and this training as well, learned hypnosis through that. That was really incredible. Now I'm qualified in uh, positive psychology, NLP, and I am also qualified in hypnotherapy. Um, What else? I've got like all my certificates here now as well. Timeline therapy. I'm a timeline therapy practitioner now as well, which is really cool. Um, And yeah, that was a really cool seven-day intensive experience. Uh, And yeah, really incredible. (laughs) I actually hired my new coach recently, Natalie Patterson, who just became a millionaire so and that's been a really cool experience as well even just the short amount of time that I've been working with her so many things have transpired and so many things have expanded and evolved since then too and it's only been like under a month now um, I really understood my uh, quality of nutrition on a deeper level up leveled my nutrition I really learned how to regulate my nervous system decrease stress I got my first rental in Mount Tambourine all by myself and I got to actually experience living by myself for a bit too. Uh, I was a guest speaker at two leadership events speaking on branding, which they were some big ticks off the list as well and so fun. I can't wait to expand that more in the coming year. Um, I activated my light language, which... Uh, it was actually really wild and I thought, am I actually going crazy? <laughs> um, if you don't know what light language is, definitely look up my coach, Natalie Patterson, and listen to her podcast, um, the Ascension Crohn's podcast, because, and we actually have a recorded podcast together as well. So you can have a listen to that one too. But my light language activated two days before I went to her live event. And essentially it's like, um, it's language I can't even explain it. See, it's that's how much it's like inexplainable. I definitely will be expanding more on that. And it's a beautiful healing modality. Um, I taught myself how to play guitar even more so this year. And I activated new, uh, like actually activated my voice even more to really unblock certain throat um, issues I'd, I'd had in the past. I launched my first online course on Kajabi. And I also launched my first paid masterclass. I developed new connections this year, beautiful new friendships. I saw Gabby Bernstein live. I also healed so much inflammation in my body. I really learned how to stand my ground and stand up for myself this year. I connected with my spirit guides on a deeper level. I sang in front of a group of people multiple times, which was scary yet also really um really beautiful i connected deeper with my sensuality activated my radiance as a woman i stepped into my queenhood and out of victimhood i experienced so much pain that i had to face the pain to transcend it into power 
I cultivated so much inner peace. I actually manifested a new car that's worth over $25,000 and I did it for an exchange for my old car, which was only, is only worth around 8K at, like, at the state it was in. So that was a really cool manifestation. Um, I deepened my money practice, my weekly money practice and mindset. I up-leveled my style with my clothes and I signed on over 27 one-on-one design clients this year as well. So there are the, the things that I experienced this year and I achieved and I cannot wait to really reflect on what 2024 is going to be. I've already decided on my word for 2024. So my word for 2024 is alignment and I've even started writing my intention. So having like surrender over suffering dedication over doubt, standards over settling, courage over comfortability, trust over expectations, and wisdom over superiority. I know 2024 is going to be a really big year because I can can just feel it. I can feel it and big in the way that there's going to be so many things that I'll get to experience in this coming year that I have only ever dreamt of and I know it's going to be a big year of evolution and growth and my business is going to completely blow up. I can already feel that and see that, foresee that and I'm really freaking excited for 2024. Ah, well, (laughs) this is a really cool podcast to record and I hope this gave you some really beautiful insights and downloads and has given you a new perspective on viewing 2023 and have so much excitement coming into the new year. Happy new year. Love you all. Bye. Thank you for tuning into today's conversation. I trust it has served you today and I know you would have gained so much value from it. If you have really loved this podcast episode, make sure to share it on your social media and tag me at the divine underscore discovery and I repost your share. And also to share this podcast with a friend or family member or someone you can think of that would really, really benefit from listening to this episode today. If you are not already, make sure you're following the podcast as well so you don't miss out on any new episodes and to also give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and give us a review so I know how to serve you guys better and what more topics we can expand on in this space. See you guys on the next one.